Hello and welcome to the Sam Knows Podcast. I'm Barry Collins. In the first of this month's podcasts, we heard how Comcast is helping to drive down latency on broadband connections with its new low latency DOCSIS technology. But how can Comcast be sure that the technology really is reducing lag? In this podcast, I'm going to be talking to Sam Knows lead integrations engineer, Ben Janoff who tells us how Samnos has updated its test to support the very latest RPM latency metric and why RPM is a much more realistic measure of latency in a typical household. I started by asking Ben how latency has been affected as we move to ever faster access technologies. On the surface level, a lot of the improvements in the access technology that have led to higher connection speeds have been great for latency. So if you think about changing from a VDSL link over an old telephone cable or from a cable DOCSIS connection, moving to a full fiber connection, it's faster and it's lower latency as a technology. So you'd think at first, we're just going to see lower latencies and everything will be great. Mm -hmm. Um, The problem is latency can creep in from a lot of different places. So there's not only latency that's due to the technology itself, but there's also lots of queuing induced latency where the load on your connection, all of the other things you've got in your house using the internet are filling up all of the queues that exist on the line. Mm-hmm. And so all of your traffic then has to spend time waiting in a queue. What does that mean? It means that when you're using your link, the latency actually can shoot upwards. And this problem gets worse the more speed you have. So the more speed you have, the deeper the queues have to be and the deeper the queues have to be, the longer the latency. And I guess that has a knock-on effect for applications like video conferencing and game streaming. Yeah, and they all interact in complicated ways. So if you have someone who is, let's say, doing a video conferencing call on their home internet connection, mm-hmm. and in the next room, someone fires up a bulk data transfer, maybe they could start a backup running on their computer, that backup in a naive situation would saturate the link fill up all of the queues to move the bulk data as fast as possible. And the poor video conferencing application will have to have all of its packets wait in the queue behind all of the bulk traffic. And so even though the user who's doing a big bulk transfer has a great time, the video conferencing experience becomes very poor. Is the industry growing more concerned about latency and ways to reduce it? Absolutely. So we're seeing consumers become a lot more aware about how latency sensitive their applications are and about how much latency affects their experience, especially latency under load. Service providers are responding to that in a number of different ways. So for a long time, we've been seeing a lot of improvement being driven by flow queuing being deployed, which is where at the bottleneck link of your network, the slowest link, the ISP allows traffic from different applications to be sorted into different queues essentially. Mm -hmm. So the heavy traffic from a greedy application doesn't starve out the traffic from an application that is very latency sensitive, but not bandwidth heavy. Mm -hmm. And we're seeing even more effort being put in by application developers in the form of new protocols like Quick and new standards like L4S, which are designed to allow latency sensitive and bandwidth greedy applications to coexist in a more harmonious way. Samnos has recently been working to support Apple's RPM measurement of latency. So tell us about RPM and how that differs from traditional latency measures. So I think the most important thing to know about RPM is that normally when we talk about latency, we're talking in milliseconds. And Mm -hmm. the bigger the latency, the worse. 
So one millisecond is really good. Five milliseconds is a bit worse. 10 milliseconds is worse. Bigger is worse. Yep. The important thing about RPM is that higher is better, right? So 200 RPM, that's a number. 800 RPM is way better. 5,000 RPM is a really great connection. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the most important thing to know. The other important thing to know is that RPM is all about how is the latency when the connection is being heavily used. So when we just talk about latency, we could be talking about latency under load, or we could be talking about latency not under load. And a number in milliseconds doesn't really convey any information about what else was happening on the line. But when we talk about RPM, we know that we're talking about a connection that's being used as much as possible, and then we measure the latency. So in a way, it allows us to see how the network is going to perform under harsher conditions. So it gives a more accurate picture of real latency performance, I guess, because a traditional latency test just sends out a small packet of data and and looks for the the speed it comes back. This gives a more realistic view. Yeah, it's more realistic in the sense that it's under more representative traffic that the user's home network might actually be like at the time they're using the internet. And the other important thing that's different about RPM is that it's a blending together of a few different types of latency measurements. Mm -hmm. So you've got a situation where you know, maybe mum has started a backup on her laptop and that bulk transfer is going along quite nicely. But upstairs, the child is trying to play online video games and their experience is really degraded by the bulk transfer happening. Mm -hmm. That's one case that RPM can measure the latency under. But not only does it measure the latency of the gaming session, but it also measures the latency of the bulk transfer connection. And this is really important for situations like video streaming. So if you imagine you're watching a video streaming service and you realize that you've already seen this part of the episode and you want to fast forward a bit. So you grab the video scrubber and you sweep it to the right. Here, the latency is actually really important because Mm -hmm. you've got bulk transfer. You've got a lot of data, video streaming data coming down from the internet at your device. But you also want it to be responsive. You want it to not take too long to have to kind of chew through all the data that was already sent before you start getting to the new data that you actually care about when you move the playback scrubber. So RPM is very interesting because it blends together latency of the traffic that is not generating the load and the latency of the load itself. And how do you measure RPM in Sam Nose products? So in the latest versions of Router Agent, we have included a new test which does measure RPM. So we call this test responsiveness, and it's very heavily based on the same responsiveness test draft that the RPM value originally comes from. Mm -hmm. It's not exactly the same. We had to make some changes to support the types of devices that the Samnos agent runs on, but it certainly is in the same spirit. And when we have this test enabled for a particular customer, we can tell them lots of information about their link so we can give them the RPM number according to our test measurement. And we can also look at the distribution of latency measurements in a particular session. So we can say, we generated a lot of load and we can say, well, what was the worst latency under the load? What was the best latency under the load? What was the median? What was the mean? And we can look at different percentiles and kind of look at how the distribution of latency is changing as the load is applied. And so this definitely helps us to understand how well the mitigations that the service provider have deployed are working for the end user. And how much of this is down to the service provider and how much is down to the app developers to optimize their apps? So using uh, the latest and greatest things like L4S and um, low latency Doxis, 
does require application support. Mm-hmm. So applications need to be running on devices that include an L4S compatible TCP stack. Mm-hmm. Or the application has to know a particular traffic class or type of service, sometimes called DSCP, Differentiated Services Code Point. Mm-hmm. They should be setting on their traffic in order to use the, the fast queue, as it were. Mm-hmm. So application developers really have to do the legwork to get advantage of the latest and greatest things. Things like flow queuing will work without any application developer effort. Mm-hmm. And so some of these latest changes, we can also test with our Samnos products. So if a service provider wants to check that traffic with a particular DSCP value is seeing better latency under load than traffic without that DSCP value, our latency under load test is capable of setting particular DSCP values on the traffic, Mm -hmm. just like an application would. And so we can help service providers make sure that when application developers do start using the latest and greatest features, their networks are ready to support it. Finally, before we end this month's podcast, I asked Sam No CEO, Alex Salter, how important latency will be in the company's future portfolio of tests. At Sam Knows, we have a whole suite of tests that we've developed to measure every possible use case of the internet. Um, all of it is designed around improving the internet for everyone, so, uh, so creating a better internet experience for everybody everywhere. Latency is obviously very important. Speed is still very important. Um, but there, but really where we see the market going is towards application testing. People care more about the applications that they use. And so whilst we've spent a lot of time working on these latency tests and, uh, and working on our other tests as well, we have a, a whole separate team that's focused on application testing. So in future, any consumer will be able to come and choose the test for those applications that they use the most. And that's, that's the way that we're going to be able to guarantee excellent internet experience for everyone. That's it for this edition of the Sam Knows Podcast. If you missed the first podcast with Comcast Jason Livingood or the article that accompanies these podcasts, then be sure to visit samnows.com forward slash spotlight. Until next time, goodbye. <laughs>